0: Now is the time, and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel the number one master's-granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online.
1: It started as a scritch. Then everyone got in a fur pile, and pretty soon we were all
2: yiffing. Gary Hoffman. Who is that guy? I love your suit. Shannon Ferris.
0: She's just a driven young woman. I don't know where she gets it.
2: Do you guys know what this is? Gary and Shannon.
1: Places, please. The dance is about to begin.
0: Shannon, KFI AM 640, more stimulating talk, a lot going on on this Tuesday. The rain, as I was just telling Handel, causing havoc, at least five dead up there in Montecito where mudslides, a gas leak just turned overnight into a nightmare. North Korea is going to be getting in on the Olympics party. We'll be talking about that today. Joe Arpaio, remember he was pardoned by President Trump last fall? He's running for Senate taking over the unfriendly seat of Jeff Flake. We'll have it all here on Gary and Shannon. Uh, do you see that note from Michelle for uh, up on the board? Drive carefully. Drive carefully. She wrote that as a joke, right? Uh, yes. Like we're not doing reminders in this building, are we? The way that uh, the city of or no, it's L.A. Times have put out a reminder sheet on how to behave in the rain. Uh, I also it, have
1: one from from Santa Barbara University, of Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara City College. One of them okay. sent out the uh, the memo. We talked about it last year as well yeah. when it rained. like Things like don't wear high heels.
0: Yeah. So we're not doing that here, right? <laughs> like we're not putting up little reminders on, on, on the public boards, uh, are we? I don't I'm gonna know. I'm going to have to ask her about that. Did you see any accidents on the way in today? I, I didn't. Saw,
1: I saw one good one. Well, good for me because I wasn't in it, but good one in that there were five or six cars all going northbound on I-5 and they all seemed to be smaller like little Toyota Prius or Honda Fit or something like that. Somebody got squirrely. And everyone ran into each other. Oh, that there was sucks. five or six of them all on the side of the road. The, the, in fact, the highway patrol had to, had to block the road so that they could tow them off to the side. That sucks. Just to clear the freeway. What a
0: bad day that is to oh, begin. And I,
1: and I, so, I mean, we park in the garage here. And we walk in the rain for all of, what, 20 feet or whatever it is before you get into the lobby. Uh, I still brought a jacket just in case.
0: Oh, yeah, so did I. And
1: my wife said, what are you taking that for? You don't even yeah. have to walk. I said, oh, yeah. just in case I have to get out of the car and... And pull someone out of a burning vehicle. You
0: never know you on never days know. like today. And then I
1: felt bad. I realized as I saw that accident, man, if I had to stop and get out, I really wish I would have had a hat. That's what I
0: thought. Andrew Mullenbach is up in the Burbank area, Tuna Canyon, where there have been substantial swift water rescue attempts. Andrew, tell us what's going on. Yeah, I'm on
2: Latuna Canyon Road, and this is closed between Sun Valley and the 210. And you may remember this area burned back in September, Um, about 7,000 acres in this area burned. And like any other burn area, that mud is now coming down. Uh, LA Fire Battalion Chief Jamie Moore says there's going to be a lot to clean up.
1: As the rain came down the Latuna Canyon fire area, It found its way down Latuna Canyon Road and nestled itself down in this area. What you're looking at right here in front of us is about 6 to 8 inches of mud. But as we get further up Latuna Canyon and closer to the foothills, you're going to find areas where it's 24 to 36 inches of mud.
2: Yeah, that's a lot of mud. And you guys probably saw some of the images from the helicopters. There was that LAPD police cruiser that got caught in the mud. Uh, That's right here, uh, Latuna Canyon Road, and that's more in the area of the Two to three feet of mud up there.
0: How many vehicles got caught up in this? And, and what time was it? Overnight? Was it this morning?
2: Yeah, it was mostly early this morning. I think, kind of in the four to five a.m. time frame was when the, the rain was actually the strongest up here. Even now, we're still seeing a little bit of a sprinkle. But it was that uh, LAPD police cruiser that that got caught this morning. Some of the homes. Uh, have actually had mud get very close to them as well. But of course, everybody was pretty well prepared. They had uh, sandbags up. Uh, Even fire officials said there were several medical emergencies overnight. These are the kinds of things that I think a lot of people don't think about. Like what happens if the roads are closed and I have a medical emergency? Well, that happened overnight, but it also happened that the fire department was already in this area just to to be ready for mud flow. So that's how those uh, patients were treated. And back to the fire chief or battalion chief talking about uh, this cleanup and, and what's really coming up this afternoon.
1: This area required specialized vehicles. We have a swift water rescue team that's up there. A lot of our vehicles that are in this area have
0: four-wheel drive capacity so that we can make access to this area.
2: So right now we're just seeing a lot of those uh, big trucks and and movers and loaders uh, scraping all the junk away, and it's probably going to be more than a one-day effort to get everything open. But, again, Latuna Canyon Road closed uh, between Sun Valley and the 210.
1: I don't know if you can see where you are, but here in uh, downtown Burbank, we can see some blue skies already. I mean, it, it looks, thankfully, as if the worst has passed when it comes to the rainfall.
2: Yeah, I'm not too far from you guys. I can see it. Yeah. I see the sun pop out uh, here and there. Still a little bit of a light sprinkle where I am, uh, but it does look a lot lighter. And I looked at the radar too. It looks like most of it is moving on. I kind of laughed at the top of the hour. We had the forecast on and uh, said that we're finally going to see some sun. How about that? In Southern California, we go a day (laughs) and a half. and It's like, oh, my gosh, I finally see the sun.
0: That's hysterical. It's been a day and a half. I know. (laughs) We're so ridiculous, aren't we? Um, I missed it. That's why I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Is there danger uh, after the rains move out uh, when it comes to unstable hillside and burn areas?
2: Oh, yeah, sure. These the, the hillsides, especially when they get soaked with three and four inches of rain, it does make them unstable, and you will probably continue to see some mud flow. But as far as uh, taking no rain or a downpour, I'm sure it's uh, somewhat more safe than when it was really coming down overnight. But, yeah, these hillsides are weak, and there's really no brush in these burn areas to keep them in place. And when you talk about two to three feet of mud, there's also going to be a, a long period of trying to clean that up.
1: Yeah. All right, Andrew, thank you. You got it, guys. Andrew Malin there, out in the out in the hills here in LA County as we try to make our way through what's going to be an interesting um, uh, an interesting morning and afternoon. It's not all. Oh, I mean, even if the rain has stopped, that doesn't mean that the mudslide threat is over. Definitely. And as we heard uh, Monica say there at the top of the hour, at least in the newscast, that the mudslide on Topanga Canyon could keep Topanga Canyon closed for oh days, days north of PCH. Um, And that's on top of the other closures that we know about. The 101 is closed south of Santa Barbara, north of Ventura. So that's a 30-mile stretch of the highway that's closed. Uh, State Route 33 is closed north of Ojai, all because of the potential for mud or mud that has already crossed uh, crossed the roadways in some cases. And as we go through the afternoon and even into tonight and tomorrow, as this water does soak through into some areas, there's a chance that the mudslides come down later. So this is uh, we're we're definitely not out of it. Even though, like I said, I mean we can see pretty big chunks of blue skies here in Burbank.
0: Montecito is where the devastation, though, truly is. With five killed in a mudslide that swept away some homes, we'll take you there and check up on the latest when we come back. Gary
1: and Shannon will continue. Do this, what
0: let's give away this stack of cash? All of it,
2: your shot at one thousand dollars now. Text the keyword win to 200, 200. You'll get a text confirming entry plus iHeartRadio info. Standard data and messaging rate supply that's win to 200, 200.
0: Well, the rain is headed out, but it is doing its destruction now, uh, overnight, and the danger's not over, as Mullenbeck was talking about, even after the rain moves out with those barren, soaked, now, hillsides that were just completely uh, burned away in the fire season. In Montecito, it looks like that's where the most damage has been done. Authorities up there have confirmed five people have been killed in a mudslide overnight that destroyed homes there. Um, this is of course the first major storm of the season and coming on uh, so quickly on the heels of heels of that, uh, fire was just, you just knew it was going to become a problem.
1: Well, and if you think of the lives of the, the five people who were lost overnight, the, it was a couple of weeks ago when they lived on edge for what, 10 days, 14 days yeah. at a time when they weren't sure if their homes are going to be evacuated and I don't know exactly which homes. Um, were destroyed, but we know it was on, uh, I think it's Hot Springs Road that goes up through Montecito and up way up into the hills there, that those people had to be uh, on high alert for several days at a time to because their homes were threatened by this massive wildfire that tore through there.
0: At least four homes in the area of Hot Springs Road were ripped from their foundations and swept away in this mudslide. That's also shut down Highway 101. People were tracked in their vehicles. Some people were tracked, uh, trapped on their rooftops. There's an image of firefighters in, uh, successfully, I guess you could say, uh, because she's alive, rescuing a 14-year-old girl. She was trapped inside the house for hours inside. It was just a completely destroyed home. I mean, it it looks like a tornado went through there. And it's just everything is covered in mud, including her from head to toe. And it's just them getting her out of the wreckage there. And you wonder, of course, now it's almost too soon, but you wonder, were there evacuation orders put in place? I know yesterday on our show, we covered evacuation orders that were put in place for areas um, below the Burbank burn areas, I believe. Right. But, you know, how much this hillside was monitored before last night, I don't know. Because I know when we had uh, burn areas up where in the foothills near where I live, and it, I believe it was last season or maybe the year before, I'm not sure. But they were saying, hey, you could have voluntary evacuations throughout the night. You could, you know, this could happen. We're going to have to see how it goes. And I just said, let's get the hell out of here. I don't want to even chance it. No. You know, so I'm just wondering if they gave those people a heads up or if nobody did.
1: Well, Kelly Hoover with um, the Santa Barbara County Sheriff's Office says that they did order evacuations from about 7,000 people or 7,000 people from Foothill communities just before the heaviest surge hit the area. And again, the problem with it is that the surge, the heaviest surge at a came about two thirty three, three thirty in the morning. Yeah. So even if you have the ability to go and I don't know if they went door to door. I'm assuming there were some reverse nine one one calls that went out. Yeah. There were notices over radio and television that went out if people were up and watching, but you're never going to be able to tell everyone. You're just never. And that's why they rely so heavily on neighbors helping neighbors out. Hey, I'm ready to go. Are you ready to go? When that fire swept through when the Rye fire swept through our neighborhood We had a guy uh, who happens to work for L.A. County Fire who went around the the, the up and down the street and said, hey, just so you guys know, if you're ready, are you ready to go? You know where you're going to go. You know where your stuff is. You know how to get out of here. You know where your kids are, that kind of thing. And at three in the morning, it's just not as possible. It's just not as uh, likely that you're going to be able to get everyone.
0: I was looking at a map of Hot Springs Road area up there in Montecito, and it looks like these are neighborhoods that are not like yours and mine, where we're right next to each other. We're right next to our neighbors. It's pretty spread out. Yeah. So the time it would take to go door to door is a lot more than than it would be for our neighborhoods.
1: And then when, when something starts, I mean, when that first uh, flow of mud or debris comes into the streets, sometimes they become impassable, yeah. whether it's trees that are blocking the road or it's just, you know, uh, it only takes a few inches of mud and water to make a, a road like that impassable. And it's not just a flat road where it's flooded I mean, this is rushing water that will it will sweep your car off of the road and it doesn't take very much to do. So this is um, like we said, Chris Carlo is on his way, making his way up towards uh, the Montecito area. We'll see how close he can get, of course. And then Mollenbeck is out in the hills here as we try to find uh, and look for the problems that are associated with the fires uh, and the fire areas closer here to Burbank. And we'll keep an eye on all of this. But again, the there were five people killed overnight in Montecito. And
0: multiple people unaccounted for.
1: Several people unaccounted for. There was one person who was killed in a big rig crash northbound on the five in Los Feliz, although they're saying it happened at the height of the storm. It's not necessarily storm related. They haven't come to that conclusion yet. And we're not out of the out of the uh out of the woods yet, I guess. We do have another band of rain that is expected to come in. Before the afternoon is over, even though we do see in many areas some blue skies right now, this is not necessarily over.
0: All right. Coming up next, two stories that dominated social media in the past 24 hours. Well, not even that, maybe just overnight. Ivanka Trump takes to Twitter and outshines her dad when it comes to responses and anger over what she said, which was a relatively, a completely positive message. Does she get to say that, though? Also, the national championship last night. That was fun. What a game. The first half was kind of like, eh. Half reading my book, half watching the game. And then Nick Saban pulls and his quarterback. And then Nick Saban pulls his quarterback. For a true to freshman. a true freshman that he found in Hawaii. Tua Tungo Viola. So Are, do you like I don't hi- know. <laughs> Tua Tungo Viola. Okay. Uh, I don't know who I'm more impressed with. Tua. Or Jalen Hurts, who he replaced.
1: Because of his post-game news come. Yes. My wife said the same thing. I'm explaining to her, that guy's a true freshman. Like, he came in the second half of the game. She's only, you know, she has a minor amount of concern at that point that I'm crazy. But but you understand, this guy last year was getting ready for, like, his
0: AP exam. Right. And now he's quarterbacking. In his, a national championship. The, one of the greatest college
1: football programs in the national championship. Right. And it looks like he's going to win. Right. And then.
0: And was it second down in 26? Anyway, we'll get into it. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Gary and Shannon will continue right after this.
2: To a
0: song of Viola. Do you like how the announcers just refer to him as Tua?
1: Tua. Tagovailoa. Tagovailoa.
0: Tungo Viola. Tungo Viola. Tagovailoa. Tungo Viola. Say it with me. Tongue? No, tag. T-A-G. That's not how you pronounce it. It's Tungo Viola. Tua. There you go. Is that
1: better? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Even the the play-by-play guys from Alabama were calling him Tua. Right. Because they knew. Well... They couldn't get all the way through it. Tunnel anyway. uh, We'll talk about this football game. We are keeping an eye on what's going on. What's our in, new safe word? In Montecito. We're never going to get it right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, there uh, were mudslides overnight. The, the rain that came down peaked about 2.30, 3 o'clock overnight and hit those areas that had already been struck by the Thomas Fire. Uh, several homes, at least four homes, have been swept off their foundations into neighbors, uh, into different uh, areas. Five people killed. There was one dramatic rescue this morning of about a 14-year-old girl uh, pulled out of one of those homes. She'd been there since uh, since about three in the morning. Uh, so the 101 is going to be closed for 30 miles today, anywhere from south of Santa Barbara north of Ventura. Several other closed. Panga Canyon could be closed for days as they deal with mudslides across that uh, across that stretch of road. So we'll keep an eye on that. We have reporters out on the scene. And uh, at 11, I think it's about 11.15, 11, 11.20, 11, we have uh, Fritz Coleman coming on from Channel 4 to tell us what we can expect on just the last gasps, it looks like, of this storm before it rolls out for good.
0: We told you yesterday all the talk was about Oprah, right? And her Golden Globe speech and Me Too and Time's Up and that whole bit, maybe running for president, Ivanka Trump took to Twitter and said, Just saw Oprah's empowering, inspiring speech at last night's Golden Globes. Let's all come together, women and men, and say, Time's up. Hashtag United. People lost their minds. You don't get Just, to do that, Ivanka. I'm, that When your father is who your father is, settle down, everybody. Just because Donald Trump said you can grab him wherever you want and that's okay. Doesn't mean Ivanka believes that. No. It doesn't mean that she's not mortified when she hears stories of her father's behavior, alleged behavior. And
1: you don't know the conversations that she's had with him you about it.
0: You have absolutely no idea. Because I, mean, I would... Shame on everybody who went after her for, for well, what is she supposed to do? Take to Twitter and say uh screw women everywhere, you know?
1: Have you ever had to do you ever had to do that? You ever had to have a really awkward, uncomfortable conversation with a family member about something that they've done or said? It's it's not easy and it's not something that you then come out and tell your friends about. Oh, by the way, I had this really great sit down with my uncle who's a complete racist and made fun of my girlfriend or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those are not conversations that you happen to share very, you know, very easily with people. So I, I assume just based on what I know about Ivanka Trump, which isn't a whole lot, but I mean, just in terms of her personality and the way that she presents herself. I imagine that she did have a conversation with her dad I'm or sure. has had conversations with her dad or yeah. anybody in her life who has done these things. And I think you're right. The moment we start telling people which um, which causes they can fight for, we get into some dangerous territory.
0: Well, and just because who they're related to? I mean, we- come on. Just because your dad has a completely different philosophy on how to treat people than you do – I'm just speculating – it doesn't mean that you're okay with it. it. It doesn't change your love for him either. You can still love your father and, and support him and him handle things wildly different than you handle things.
1: And maybe it gives you even more of a voice. Hey, I've seen it firsthand. I know what goes on. I've seen this happen and I've seen the trail of destruction that it can leave in someone's life. And I still yeah, and loudly proclaim that this has got to stop.
0: Yeah, I think you hit it on the head. You cannot tell somebody what their cause is or their uh, suitability to have said cause.
1: as lame as it got, I mean, this is maybe an example of it, but as lame as it got was the one actress who wore a red dress on Sunday night to the Golden Globes. And then she got blasted on Twitter for not being part of the movement. Well, did she
0: have a pin on or did she not have the pin on? It's like, Jesus, Mary and Joseph. Is that what we're doing now?
1: Uh, The idea. And I do not like Lena Dunham. I am not a Lena Dunham fan. You could I could care less about whether she's in a relationship or not or what she says or who she defends. But she apparently showed up and wanted to be part of the Time's Up picture. It was taken on Sunday. I, I'm I'm only getting part of the story right, but that she was then blasted for not not being a vocal enough proponent of the Me Too movement when it happened originally. My and then my thinking is: listen, she's probably made a she was embarrassed. She was embarrassed publicly when she came out and appeared to back up the writer for the girl for the show Girls as opposed to the uh the the girl the woman that he was accused of sexually assaulting yeah. or harassing whatever it was she was publicly embarrassed for that why can't the she then say you know what? You're right. I did that wrong, and I am fully on this. Movement you know why?
0: Now. Because people in Hollywood, the slacktivists, like to stand high on their high horse and shun people that aren't as slacktivist as they are. Okay, but then, but yes, you know, it's like oh, I am and their better badge, than that person. Their badge
1: of honor is then they look back and say, "Oh, it was October seventh when I when I tweeted my right. first hashtag Me Too." Right. You waited until November. What's yeah. wrong with you? You've got
0: to be uh, clickish when it comes to causes
1: because and get we're going to get into. This I mean, not only are you not on the you know the cutting edge of the Me Too movement or Times Up or whatever, we're going to start getting into this world in a couple of months or years where people like Louis C.K. come back into the spotlight, and we have to deal with them. Louis C.K. We mentioned this many times when when he issued his apology, he fell on his own sword, and he he, f- he said, "I right. did everything they accused me of, and I am a complete apple,
0: and I got to deal with it." Right. And I believe his accusations just involved post-party parties where he'd be like, I'm going to take my penis out of my pants and and play with it in joking in a joking way. I mean, I know it's never okay to take your penis out of your pants. We've covered that ground. But (laughs) uh, he didn't touch anyone. He didn't assault anyone, if I remember correctly. And he was just cleared by some sort of ethics investigation that he voluntarily went through. Yeah. Um, But anyway, enough about that. How about that, that football game? Listen, I felt so bad for the Greek kid, Papasasas. Papas,
1: Papas, Papasasas. Because he missed the first field goal of the game. And then. He missed the last dude, field goal of dude, the game. Dude.
0: And the, the thing,
1: what was. Uh, as we're that watching was, that, that, that game. That
0: wasn't a miss. That was was a a choke choke. of all
1: chokings. We're watching the game and my wife and daughter are sitting there and their eyes are rolling in the back of their heads. How much longer? And I'm like, there's just seconds on the clock. Don't worry. There's just seconds on the clock. They bring back in Jayla Hurts. They put it back in the center of the field. Why did they do that? That would seem like a dumb play. No, th- what they did was they just put it back in the middle of the field. So the kicker has just a straight shot. Right. Super easy field goal for a guy like that. Not me, but super easy field goal. I bet you would have game done is better. Over. I
0: bet you would have done better. I mean, that I felt bad for that kid. I mean, I wanted to put him in like suicide protocol because college fans can be unrelenting yeah. when it comes to kickers, especially a game winner, a national championship. But luckily, it didn't come down to that. Because the freshman Phenom Tua comes in, he gets sacked, or I guess Alabama got the ball first. No, George no, no, no. Georgia Georgia got, the, got the, ball the ball first and resulted in a field goal. So, what happens in college is they have to come back and get a field goal or to win the game, get the touchdown. And then overtime's over, or it goes on if they get the field goal, the match.
1: This, this Tua kid so, is all of 18 years two, old.
0: And you know what, though? He looked poised. Like he, he did, he uh, didn't look like a chicken with his head cut off until first down. Until in first overtime. down, he
1: get he doesn't throw the ball away. He gets <clears throat> sacked. dropped for
0: 16 uh-huh. yards. It's second and 26.
1: And this, this is the call from Alabama. Second down and 26. Got to get half the yardage back here. Give yourself a fighting chance on third down. Here's Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long,
0: throws end zone touchdown. Touchdown, Alabama. Devontae Smith. And the Crimson Tide has once again ascended to the top of the college football mountain. And that is the stuff that will make up college football legend right there. Because Saban pulled his quarterback for a true freshman.
1: Jalen Hurts started the game. Jalen Hurts, he started last year's championship game and lost it and carried around with him all year a picture of himself walking off the field in defeat last year having lost on the last play of the game, and he was telling people, I remember watching all of this through all the month of December, through last weekend's games, he said, I never, ever want to have that feeling again. I can only imagine that at halftime when the coach pulls, to, pulls him and says, listen, buddy, I'm putting Tua in. You are horrible in <laughs> this first half. I'm putting Tua in. That all doesn't of say, those feelings come no, no, back. Saban
0: doesn't say, listen, buddy. He says, you're out, you're in. Like, there's probably zero motion. Doesn't Nick Saban look like a kind of guy who's literally hid bodies to win national championships in the past? Yes. I mean, I know he's a good devout Catholic in the whole bit, but he's got something behind those eyes where there's things you don't know about Nick Saban and what he's had to do for success. The
1: Catholic Church has never hid bodies.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but um, so six for the, him,
1: six national championships for is it? Nick Saban. Yeah, that sounds
0: about right. Jalen Hurts, though, in his post game um, comments, was nothing short of gracious and a class act about and how happy he was for Tua. Excited about it. that's right. Yeah.
1: He was very happy for it. And my wife said, as because I made her watch some of the post game as well, she was so impressed with those two guys. You yeah. go to Tua and you ask him about his game, and he's like, "I'm just here to you know, this is the team. It's not me. It's the team." And then they go to Jalen Hurts, and I said, "That's the guy that got pulled." And he was just so happy for for his you know second string
0: college athletes these days, especially at programs like Alabama or SC or UCLA, they are uh, pretty seasoned professionals by the time they have uh, gotten onto the national stage. I mean, except, they're they're like prof- except for the guys fighting on the sideline. Yeah, yeah. There's was, that. Was
1: the linebacker or whatever got called for a personal foul? Got yeah, a unsportsmanlike conduct roughness. And then started. It looked like he was going after one of the
0: coaches. He or was. Something. Yeah,
1: and he got back in the game. The stove was hot. I'm amazed they they didn't kick him off the field. That Nick Saban didn't just pull him and tell him put hang you up. You ask guys
0: to play the most violent game in the history of the world.
1: Yeah, don't go after your coach. Go after the guys in the yeah. Other, but on the other, you're gonna
0: get that from time to time. Emotions are gonna flare. All right, we come back.
1: Sure, the spy satellite was lost. Mm-hmm. Sure, it was.
0: Do we have any um, X Files music? Yes. Okay. Can we play it? Yes. Okay. Gary and Shannon, KFI AM 640.
1: Gary and Shannon.
0: Five people killed up there in and around Montecito. Homes swept from their foundations overnight as mud and boulders slid down those stripped hills. We'll be going live to Montecito or around as far as Chris uh, and Carlo can get. Uh, Coming up after the top of the hour to get the very latest. We're talking waist-high mud they're dealing with. Uh, Several houses destroyed. People still unaccounted for.
1: In the uh, 12 o'clock hour when we do Swamp Watch, the president sat down with uh, a bunch of members of Congress today to talk about immigration. An interesting look. The White House actually allowed cameras to stay in for the meeting for most of the time. And it was kind of an interesting look at uh, the dialogue the way it took place over this uh, big table,
0: there. It, w- it was not as polite as it usually is.
1: There, there is a bit of decorum that was lost. Yeah, yes. um, it was kind of were, fascinating. People were willing to uh, to interrupt the president, which is not. I mean, just in terms of decorum, doesn't matter who you who the president is. It's not really a, a thing.
0: All right, tell me your conspiracy theory. Okay,
1: okay. Here's the deal. Thank you, thank you, Blake. Um, there was a secret payload, a secret spy satellite that was supposed to go up on a Falcon 9 rocket, right? This this secret payload was called Zuma. And according to Senate and House officials and congressional staffers who were briefed on this mission, it was totally botched. And what they're saying is it's believed that that spy satellite worth billions of dollars just plummeted back down to Earth because it didn't separate as planned from the upper part of the rocket.
0: Mm, I see.
1: Because once the engine powering the rocket's expendable second stage stops, whatever it's carrying is supposed to separate and then pff, keep going up into its own trajectory. Mm. And if the satellite isn't set free at the right time or it's damaged when it's released, gravity's just going to pull that thing back down to Earth.
0: So that's like a several billion dollar loss. Right. Or is it?
1: No, it's not. I don't think it is. I think this is exactly how the government does this kind of a thing. They want to say, well, we lost billions of dollars on this spy satellite, and it was going to bring us all this great stuff, and it was going to drop strawberries from the sky, and everything was going to be happy. Well, now we don't have strawberries falling from the sky. But we still have a spy satellite up in orbit. But we're not going to tell anybody that we have a spy satellite up in orbit. Because every once in a while, it's okay to say, pshh, Honey, I don't know what what time massage means on the credit card bill. I don't know. I probably got our, our credit card number probably got hacked. And then you call the credit card company and you're like, gosh, I don't know what $129 at the flower massage place is. You're going to have to reverse those charges or something like that. That's, I think, what's going on here.
0: And then every other time after that, you pay in cash.
1: Once you get caught, once you pay in cash, and in this case, I think they just never use a Falcon 9 rocket again. Um, but this is uh, this is kind of a black eye also for uh, for Elon Musk and his uh, space exploration technology corporation, is it? Mm. Or it's proof that they can keep secrets.
0: The government?
1: No, I mean can yes, keep secrets. Elon Musk can keep from
0: secrets. us.
1: But here's here's an even deeper conspiracy theory. Even the people at space exploration technology, Right again. Space exploration technologies. Even they believe that the satellite never made it up.
0: Or do they?
1: <laughs> now you're confusing me. They are in
0: on the We're making me want to watch Unsolved Mysteries real bad right
1: now. Are you watching the new season of X Files? No. Oh. Jillian Anderson, is that her name? Mm-hmm.
0: Something she like that. She looks
1: great. That was a that show she was looks twenty like she years hasn't ago.
0: aged, Yeah. What is it about is these Canadians? putting and, on our face? I don't know.
1: All right. When we come back, we'll have another update on what's going on uh, rain-wise. Uh, Fritz Coleman's going to join us. Also, next hour, the legal battle over one of the worst human beings ever to walk on the earth. Or is it? Yeah, it is. It
2: is. Home, where families connect and memories are made. Find your new home with PenFed, a mortgage partner who brings confidence and value to your home buying experience. They offer low rates and no lender fees and can even help you find a real estate agent through their trusted partners. Let PenFed bring you home. Visit PenFed.org slash home or call 1-800-970-7766. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA, equal housing lender.